This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good grief. I, <laughs> I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and I'm in a funny mood. Uh, with always me is Adam Bell. You know, I think this is the first time that I have completely royally screwed up the intro, but let's go with it, because this is the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 166. And statistically speaking, I have given this intro approximately 83 times. <laughs> I think you, dear listener, can avoid can, can can afford to let me go this one time on this one screw up. But the question is, can my co-host, who as always is with me, Adam Bell, forgive this screw up? Well, Adam? well, of course. Of course. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just doing everything I, in one take today yeah I, i've done screwed i've screwed it up a time or two so <laughs> grace out of out of approximately 83 times you're allowed yeah so, yep. <laughs> oh boy so yeah we're fighting with well i'm fighting with audio issues today in that um adam and i record this over zoom well, i take that adam and i hold these meetings over zoom adam records them via the zoom call and um, sometime, uh, sometime prior to last Sunday, Zoom stopped working with my nice fancy speakers. Mm -hmm. So instead of uh, the nice output going out through my um, fancy uh, display, because I have a line cable goes out from the computer into the um, into the the my fancy widescreen display which plugs into the speakers, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that's just stopped working for no apparent reason. Zoom sees the speakers. Everything else plays through it fine. Slack calls, Skype calls, Ring Central calls, music, Windows sound effect comes out, the, the fancy speakers just fine. Zoom sends it there and nothing happens. So Adam, you sound to me like you're in a tin can because the only thing Zoom can recognize is the dinky little one inch tweeter in front of my little hp desktop so nice high quality you know i'll have to say you know you have a lot more technical difficulties than i do dude <laughs> i don't understand it i, I i'm i'm sorry I'm, I'm thinking like i have a lot more difficulties period than these days i just don't get it i'm the only thing i can you know hope to do is just become better at coping with them and, and I've done one, you know, one podcast with you and Scott and Scott had technical difficulties. So his technical difficulties are 100% of the podcasts that I've been on. Uh, yes. Well, there you go. See, that, that, makes, <laughs> that makes you feel good. But you must consider also that 100% of the podcasts that you've been on with Scott that have had technical difficulties also had me on them. Yep. <laughs> and we were recording in his non-preferred method. Yes, yes, there is that. So, <laughs> oh, brother. So, yeah, Zoom's not working for me, but it's kind of working for me, and I don't know, and whatever. Just, it's, it's just like, <laughs> ah, I got anyway. my second. I got my second COVID booster shot yesterday. You did. Yep. Uh, so what I'm, is what is the time frame on the second one? Uh, I believe booster. it's. I forget it's either four months or six months after the previous one. Mm -hmm. um, I got mine in October, 2021. So it's been six months for me. Okay. See, I, I didn't get mine that long ago. I don't, uh, it's on my card, uh, yep. but I'll, mine wasn't that long ago because you were able to get your original shots sooner than I was. Virtues of working in healthcare. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Virtues. That's a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I joked about it with um, Sam. He was my right-hand man at Paradigm for several years, and uh, he works um, primarily in uh, higher education. And uh, one of the benefits that he has working in higher education is that they they pretty much shut down for two weeks 
you know, the week leading up to Christmas and after New Year's, they're just gone and people just, it's like a free extra vacation, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you, that's that. And I get early vaccination against global pandemics. So <laughs> you give and take. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, cool. So what else? What else has been going on on your side? Your neck of the woods. Neck of the woods. Well, you know, we did our little mini podcast last week, but uh, yes. it's actually been a long time since we podcasted. Uh, yes. Lot, yeah. Lots of things are, you know, it's uh, spring. Spring planting is getting ready to happen. So Lilacs? Milacs? Lilacs? No. <laughs> Lavender. Lavender. It starts with an L. <laughs> So we've, uh, this weekend, I've got to get the tilling done, get my ground cover put down. And then in two weeks, uh, we're planting. So I've got, I've got a, um, friend of mine coming up from, uh, Mexico. Who's, he's one of the, um, he's the oldest son of our missionaries that we go down there and work with. And I've been, I've known him since he was a little guy. Now he's a grown man. And <laughs> so he's coming back. He's worked with me at sublime and he's, uh, coming back to help plant lavender so it'll be fun cool it and planting mm -hmm. <laughs> all right sweet he's a well-rounded guy yeah <laughs> we've got that going and then well we're doing all this renovation putting down flooring down at the farm uh and we haven't figured out exactly which allergen which we'll get to my nifty later on uh my wife her whole eye balls, you know, like from, from the, her eyebrows to the all the way swelled up red, <laughs> like tried to make her not even be able to open her eyes, taking Benadryl every night just to get back into seeing. So I bought something to help with that. Plus, well, you know, it's a, we're renovating a pole barn. So the pole okay. barn is a metal structure with, mm -hmm residents built into it but their previous residents were mice <laughs> mice <laughs> and dirt and you know all this this allergenic stuff you know that it wasn't the the building wasn't uh the humidity wasn't kept low yep. to, it wasn't kept dry so i'm sure there's some mold that you know we've released into the air so mold dander feces dead mice dust just construction dust you know that all equals up to some stuff you really don't want to breathe great yeah <laughs> not really Ugh. gross <sighs> yeah i um so you're you've sent me pictures from time to time about this um you know, this project that you're doing this, this barn and stuff, it's, it's pretty impressive. These photos you send. I, um, I, I don't, I, I don't think I can do that work, <laughs> you know, like that, <laughs> that is not the kind of stuff, not my, my, um, my strong point. And I just had a, a good friend of mine who is a general contractor mm -hmm. come by just to, he does like finished carpentry too. And that's his, his thing. And his house up in New Hampshire is just amazing so nice. i really was hoping that i could hire him to come in and do you know like my my re uh, kitchen remodel for me mm -hmm. and he came in he has some great ideas um for kitchen and um uh first floor cabinets and stuff but he convinced me that I can do this myself, you know, like I need to find a good kitchen cabinet designer, a new, a good installer, I need to find like the, the stone people to do the countertops. And then, um, you know, then it's a matter of like, just getting like coordinating with a plumber and electrician and appliances and stuff. So it's like, if other people are doing the work, I can probably coordinate it. Mm -hmm. Um, now the big question is finding who to do the work and not like getting raked over the coals, you know, paying like way too much. Yeah. So, so, so what he did is he gave you hope. He gave you vision. He gave you a plan and then walked away and said, good luck, Peter. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so 
I was like, well, there we go. I have hope. Now I have a vision. Yes. And he, uh, yeah, plan. Give me a, a few little starting points. So I was like, okay, okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, if I were, if, you know, we, we've talked about on, on the podcast about, you know, mere mortals dealing with technical stuff. If you are not a general contractor and you're not used to the ins and outs, um, I would probably hire a general contractor because I think your quality of life will be better in that mm -hmm. because you can yell at the general contractor, not the plumber that won't ever return your call. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, and he also said, I need like a tile guy if I want to, you know, redo some tiling and stuff. Um, but like I have a plumber and I have an electrician. Mm -hmm. So if we're, if I really just need the kitchen people and mm. if the kitchen designers are also the installers that's the third the third out of the four mm -hmm. so i'm tempted to look at it myself mm -hmm. so you know again because i do kind of like handling projects is kind of what i do mm -hmm. right so <laughs> so i'm not really that i guess you know the, the the thing is finding the resources to actually do the work mm -hmm. and and my electrician and my plumber knock on wood are pretty responsive so and they may know some people that they've worked with before there's another thought too they may know i maybe i should tap them for uh, if they've worked with kitchen kitchen folks that's a good that's a good call Mm -hmm. that is a good idea i will check them i will check with them on that too thank you cool. See, it's great look at that more hope <laughs> more hope <laughs> no it's funny we had a uh uh we had a contractor who came to our farmhouse and he had he had remodeled a friend of ours well he, had, he built their farmhouse from the from the ground up and so we knew him and we knew the work he did we had him come over and he went through kind of like what that just gave us all these ideas and things. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it though. <laughs> I'm too busy. Uh, you know, I can, you know, it's like, well, do you have anybody else that can do it? <laughs> you know, because uh, we really want somebody else to do it. Throw <laughs> me know? a freaking bone here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So I ordered some new tires. All right. For my Where, car. Where'd you get um, them? I ordered them on Amazon. You did. So my plan was that I would have them delivered and I would go to my local gas station who's served me fairly well. Um, and just have them do the installation, right? Just pop mm -hmm. off the winters off the rims, pop these guys on mountain balance and go. Um, they had given me a quote on them, but they were like a hundred dollars per tire more for a lower end than I was able to get on Amazon for, um, uh, Goodyear's, mm -hmm. some, you know, some decent, which are, you know, pretty much top rated tires. So, and then they said, Hey, while you're doing this, do you want us to ship them to a local installer for you and have them install for 15 bucks a tire? I was like, sure yeah. so i said yeah please do and i even called the local place and i was like just to make sure they're they're you know saying you'll you'll do the installation of these for us that includes everything mounting balancing pulling off the rims putting the yes sir it does why wouldn't i do that bucks? 15 bucks a tire that yeah. doesn't seem worth their time that's what i was saying i was <laughs> but i was like okay i'll do it so I had the uh, tires drop shipped. I got a notification from Amazon that they were there. And then I got a, you know, important notice about your appointment. You know, it's confirmed for 10 a.m. today. I was like, great. Drove there, got there. The guy can't find the work order, can't find the tires. <laughs> I look, Amazon had emailed me at 940, 20 minutes prior. I was already in the car mm -hmm. saying your appointment has been canceled. We're sorry. We've refunded your money. The whole thing? Yeah. Even including the tires? Yep. Yeah, they've done that to me a couple times. Not as big a purchase as that, though. Did they give you 20 minutes notice about an appointment that you had being canceled, though? That's <laughs> yeah. the part that got under my skin. How? Um, and then the guy asked me, he's like, he's looking, he couldn't find it, couldn't find it. He was trying to find, you know, comparable ones that they had in stock. They had them for like 10 bucks a tire more in stock. I was like, 
you know, if you got him, that's great. And then he's like, what kind of car do you have? I said, it's a Tesla. He says, oh, we can't do that. Yeah, we can't do that. It's like, why not? It says, no, we, we're not certified to, if we, if we, 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 you know, a company won't let us work on it. I don't have anyone here who's Tesla certified. Meanwhile, the general manager of the Tesla service center in Peabody has told me, you can get your tires put on anywhere you want. <laughs> Who do I believe? How do I know? Right. Um, yeah. You know, I thought tires were pretty much okay. I didn't think that you had to be like that anyone was going to void the warranty by getting your tires changed somewhere else. Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to go with Tesla on that one. But, um, well, I'm now, thinking they didn't want the liability. Yeah, that they, probably. They, they probably could have easily done the tire. There's nothing special about them. They didn't want oh. the liability. Yeah. So anyway, a friend of mine has a Costco membership and she's telling me I should just get the tires there <laughs> done at Costco, but it comes out to around a thousand bucks, but apparently they've got this like super fancy warranty white glove service kind of thing there. And at this point, I'm like, can I just make this problem go away? You know, so I'm going to end up having to pay more just to make the problem go away again. <laughs> so I, I uh, bought some tires in around Christmas time, mm-hmm. but I bought Coker. I bought them from Coker um, and they are uh, white wall tires for my 55 Chevy truck. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say white walls. I haven't seen those in a while. And the big white walls too, not just a little line like a three and a half inch white wall all the way around. It's a it's a big wall. Oh, white. Yeah. So, uh, but I've got to get mine installed. Same thing. I get somebody local, but they won't tell me they can't service that because there's no electronics in my truck other than my cell phone. <laughs> nice. Other than the oh oh, so I bought. I bought an aftermarket blinker because the truck didn't include blinkers. Blinkers were an option. And Back in the fifties. Yeah. In the fifties. Uh, it has the dash. Like if you look at the dash, it has where the led or the light bulbs would blink to indicate in the, the instrument panel, but there, there were no blinkers purchased with it. So I purchased an aftermarket blinker system, complete circuit breaker blinker system. I put it on. It doesn't work brand new out of the box doesn't blink you have to buy a blinker resistor uh in order for it to work you know those little silver cylinders that you put on at the end of the you know it it adds resistance and and then actually does the blinking i'm like it is an electronic circuit this is 2000 when i bought it 2018 you telling me you can't make your little led circuit go on and off (laughs) we've got uh, to put on a blinker <laughs> capacitor yeah <laughs> and i i just that that just reminds me of a time about 20 years ago when i bought a bunch of cisco aeronet wireless access points mm-hmm. they didn't include the radios uh-huh. The radios or the antennas? The radios. The they wireless just... access points didn't include the radios. It was a <laughs> it was an eBay type scam kind of thing. Oh. You know, like they're like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't say you wanted radios with those. I was like, excuse me? That's like saying about you know, I just sold you a car and you didn't say you wanted the engine. Yeah. How well does it run? fine <laughs> as long as you don't want it to go anywhere yeah it looks good right where it is oh, brother <laughs> all right what else is going on all right so then um you're you have you done any running lately i have done running lately uh tomorrow i will be doing 10 and a half miles with about a thousand feet of elevation um uh, so I'm heading up to Vermont because uh, there's a uh, birthday in the family that we'll be celebrating today. Um, so I'll be at my folks' place, and which is in you know hill country in Vermont. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a good uh, opportunity for me to get my elevation in on the miles. It's going to be all like back roads, all dirt road stuff. So, um, so it'll be an easy, an easy 10 and a half miler, um, which will be my longest run since the half marathon. Nah. So that'll be fine. And about, uh, well, it'll be the longest run from my, since the half marathon and my second longest run since the marathon last year. So, nice. yep. So from here on in, you know, the, the, the long runs start to actually become appreciable, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're starting to, they'll start to add up. So, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's, it's fun. And uh, my running coach was out of the country for a little while and he just got back. So we're going to sync up again in a couple of days and um, yeah. Uh, but let me just, I'm really curious. Now you got me. Yeah. Next week actually it dips back down a bit and then it's back to 10 and a half miles, then an 11 and a half, then 13, then it dips a little, then 13, 14, 15 and a half, then it dips, then 17, 19, 20. So wow. I did notice though, and I want, I'm going to talk with him about this um, next week um, that his plan is a lot more conservative than um some other ultra running guides that i've seen mm -hmm. and uh, i'm curious about it but i noticed that one thing that um that he's very concerned about which is also gaining a lot of uh, seems to be like going around in the the running zeitgeist these days is um overtraining mm -hmm. and people becoming you know like all kinds of weird injuries and you know just like lots of like weird stuff Mm -hmm. um, caused by like overtraining syndrome. And of course, when it's a syndrome, it means we don't really know what's going on here, <laughs> you know, but it seems to be associated to people who overtrain. So mm -hmm. maybe don't do that. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, but like I, I was looking at, um, Hal Kerner, he's a very, you know, famous world in, in his space, mm -hmm. world famous ultra marathoner. Like he runs the Western States, 100, the Leadville, 100, the, you know, these are like hundred miler runs out West and, you know, not, not for the faint of heart or body <laughs> or mind. Um, and his like 16 week ultra marathon plan starts off with like 50 miles a week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like some days you're doing two 10 Ks back to back. So you do one in the morning, one in the evening. Um, you know, you're doing like 13, 12, 13, 15 mile runs the first week and stuff. And 20 mile long runs on the weekends is the norm. Um, but uh, Coach Charlie's got me like the weekly volume only hits 50 um, when I peak in August, about a month before the race. Mm -hmm. And then it tapers back down again. So it's a very manageable schedule because when, uh, when Greg and I were training for the marathon last year, um, we were hitting 40, 50 miles. At I hit 50 miles a week, at least once I forget when, but you know, we were always up in the thirties, forties range, definitely a lot more mileage. So, um, I just hope it's enough. So, but, uh, yeah. but anyway, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. I'm, I, it's, it feels good to be moving again. So I'm really happy about that. So. Yeah. I, I think you're probably, you just need to be somewhere in that middle ground of training enough and not over training yep. and finding out where the sweet spot is. Cause you know, you yep. train with David Goggins, you know, the Navy SEAL guy, you know, I don't, right before he started doing yoga, he was practically on his deathbed for overtraining. Yep overtraining yep. and being under uh understretched under you know just he was he was healthing himself to death <laughs> well there's you know the, the expression goes too much of a good thing right yeah so gotta, yeah gotta balance yep it's all about balance um on that note i have been doing more yoga lately which is mm -hmm. good um my meditation practice has slid back a little bit um i'm not meditating as long as i had been for as as often so i'm doing a little more shorter bite-sized sits mm -hmm. um but yoga definitely i'm doing i'm doing more regularly and i feel the difference so i'm happy about that and um uh like i mentioned you know i got the had the the, my, my COVID shot again, my, so my, my fourth shot overall, as of yesterday, um, just a sore shoulder, just like all the other times it was, it was, 
it was enough to like i woke up a couple times last night when i rolled over onto that shoulder like ooh, e that wasn't you know but didn't stop me from doing you know three sets of 25 push-ups so far today and i'll bang mm-hmm. out the last set before i hop in the car to drive to vermont so <laughs> no reason not to do it mm-hmm. so uh but overall the body's feeling good and um you know like diet i've been allowing more sugars mostly in the form of fruits mm-hmm. um just because i'm burning more of those off even though i really didn't want to get hung up on those because you know you're really only burning sugars when you're working out anaerobically you know when you're like more in the higher heart rate zones mm-hmm. um so i've been allowing myself more fat and stuff but haven't really been doing much my alcohol consumption is way down from where mm-hmm. it was i was talking to you and scott about the that 13 percent chocolate raspberry that i had yeah Woo! <laughs> that thing i knew like three sips in i was sitting on the couch and i'm like guess i'm not going anywhere tonight <laughs> yeah i was nope i'm nope nope i'm <laughs> just no no just no i'm just gonna sit here i'm gonna uh, enjoy this beer and take a nap until 6 a.m <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. And I couldn't even finish it. I felt terrible about it because it's like an $8 can of beer, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, if it's something, if we're talking more than 8%, I have to have a friend help me finish it. (laughs) So, you know, nice. (sighs) and I don't know, you know, people, some people say, oh, that happens when you get old. But I also hear people say, well, it happens when you get more in shape because your body becomes more in tune to this kind of stuff and the balance is more easily upset Mm so maybe it gets even worse when you're getting older and in shape (laughs) i don't know i don't know well they're gonna do a a little trail run uh crossfit at a couple weeks and i'm gonna go visit i don't know that i'm gonna do a trail run (laughs) how long when you say a little trail run what's a little trail run i think it's like a four or five k oh you could do that oh i know i could i just don't want to (laughs) fair enough (laughs) i know i could (laughs) i just don't want to take the chance i'm gonna twist an ankle or knee make a knee act up on a trail that is not a professional trail it's just one of the guys at his house at his farm (sighs) that trail that trail it's so unprofessional (laughs) (laughs) you would that trail doesn't know what you can and can't say at work yeah it doesn't know that it's not correct at all (laughs) trails yeah Uh, i'll go it'll be social (laughs) <laughs> that's okay i i my first 5k i went there just for the beers <laughs> i also it was my, my girlfriend at the time told me about it and i was like okay that's fine um you realize that i'm busy right up until like you know half hour into the start time so i can't get there on in time they say, oh, don't worry about it just just show up so i was like all right so i just showed up and yeah everybody was done and they were all drinking <laughs> there you go perfect yeah, great thanks well for that matter i mean like a 4k i could probably walk i mean i, I wouldn't even have probably. to run it i mean i'm sure there are plenty of people who do walk it you know like people walk 5ks all the time so mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you gonna do <sighs> so what was the blinkest blinkest I subscribed to Blinkist. Uh, I guess it's been a little over a week ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a book summary service. Okay. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so I know you, you and I, we like to read books. I often don't have as much time to read books as I like. And I am all about like just give me the nuts and bolts, right? Give me the mm-hmm. summary, summarize it up. Just give me the takeaways, right? So save me the time. And I know some people want to, you know, say like, no, no, you need to read the whole book and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if I'm reading something for pleasure and enjoyment, of course, 
Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, it's rare. Sometimes I will go back and rewatch Daredevil season one and just skip right, you know, just, just go cut straight to the fight scenes, right? <laughs> yeah. the action, right. Or, or Transformers movies. Those are good for that too. Right. <laughs> uh, or the chase scene in Paris in the middle of the GI Joe movie. Right. That's a great example. Um, but generally if it's something I enjoy, I want to watch it. Right. But mm-hmm. If I want to know, like, you know, give me the, what are the key takeaways from this so I can put some things into practice right now? I don't want to read 250 pages of fluff just to, you know, like get 20 pages worth of content. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, I attended a um, CrowdStrike training course earlier this week. It was eight hours long, out of which two hours were useful to me. Mm-hmm. And frankly, they could have just given this little one page tutorial on these three commands mm-hmm. and given me some exercises to do. And I would have been just as good. Yeah. You know, so that's the kind of thing I'm like, give me just 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 the facts, man. Just just give me, you know, just give me what I need so I can do my job and let me get to work. And there you go. So Blinkist, it's a subscription and um, there's an app for that, or you can listen to them on the website. Um, and they've got a lot of good stuff. That was the other thing too, is like when I first looked at it, um, and when I first looked at um, Blinkist, they didn't have the, um, like a specific book that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, they don't have this book, then obviously it's useless, right? So, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read it because, or not gonna subscribe to it because they don't have what I'm looking for. Um, but since then, they have added books by uh, authors that I really do like. Um, so like Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Workweek is mm-hmm. summarized there. David Allen, Getting Things Done. Um, Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willink. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all books that I've read and gotten value out of in the past. So it's kind of cool to see that these are here. Um, they have a lot of book summaries. They also have a lot of podcasts and I skip those. I always like, I've got plenty of podcasts and I already subscribed to some of the ones that are in there. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't need those again. Um, but, um, yeah, I've like chewed up, uh, I don't know at this point I've like gotten 23 books. I think Mm -hmm. I finished 29 different items, but I think that includes some podcast episodes, Okay, but I've essentially consumed approximately 20 books in less than two weeks. And for me, that's astonishing. Uh, You know, that's a lot because I'm a really slow reader. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the cool thing. And I've definitely gotten some takeaways. The the downside is that a lot of this stuff is stuff that I already know. So it's just sort of reaffirming, you know, things Mm -hmm. that I already know. Um, But again, there's value because, you know, we as human beings are a forgetful lot. And uh, we need to be reminded things and retrained mm-hmm. things and re- retaught things. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So overall Blinkist, I mean, it costs like five, six bucks a month or something like that. I forget mm-hmm. now. I did the annual thing and it's a free one week trial. And I was like, yep, lots of good stuff. You know, stuff on, I've been, I've finished books on nutrition, Buddhism, uh, leadership and management, relationships, economics um you know just all kinds of cool stuff so it's it's pretty cool i like it see i could see the benefit in some of the uh some of the things that i don't have interest in but want that knowledge like nutrition that doesn't interest me but i want to have a healthy diet that gets i want to i want to have the energy to work out i want to you know not be packing on extra pounds so i'm interested in nutrition I'm yep. not interested in learning about nutrition. <laughs> right, like, right. For example, like, do you need to read a 200 page book about a diet and the history of why we're, we're obese and how this happened and why, if you do blah, 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 blah. Or do you say, okay, I trust this author. I know that they've got useful stuff. Just give me the diet plan. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't need to know. Like, I already know that carbs can be bad for you, that starchy processed foods are bad, sugar is bad, too much fat is bad, too much alcohol is bad. Got it. What do I do about it? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just 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 give me the plan. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I can see that I might be interested in that for uh, certain things that, like I said, that just don't, they don't, they don't enthrall me with the, with the interest. Well, like um, I read, so uh, William McRaven, Admiral William McRaven. Admiral McRaven. Yes. Yeah. So he, he wrote the, the make your bed. Yes. Uh, he gave the a Texas you know, university of Texas um, commencement speech, which yep. was like a, I don't know. It was like a five to 10 minute, you know, little speech. And he went through major points and he told minor stories. And then he, then he wrote the book on expounding upon the stories and, and which I thought was good, uh, mm -hmm. you know, but you could have gone like you, you could have gone with just his, his summary, but right. The, and and that, extreme ownership, I would say is probably is very similar. Right? Yeah, there's a orders. lot of stories and stuff where they talk about how they were pinned down in Ramadi and there was this and that and the sniper was this, that and the other, um, you know, or you can get the same summary in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And the takeaway is like, sometimes you should listen to a junior officer, right? <laughs> Just because you're the, the, you know, the commanding officer doesn't mean you know everything. So mm -hmm. listen to your people, yeah. right? I don't need to tell you a big old story and read in for, you know, like, like 20 pages to just mm -hmm. say like, you know, listen to your people. Are you the expert just because mm -hmm. you have rank? No, listen to your experts, mm -hmm. right? Boom. Easy takeaway. Right. Yeah. So that's a good example. Yeah. So those are good. I, I do find that, you know, like you said, I'm a human and I forget things, but I don't forget stories as much that well that's you're not alone there we're wired for stories mm -hmm. as they say and um i don't know how exactly that happened you know like but over the years you know like storytelling has become one of the ways that we're you know we, people become more interested they're more engaged and they tend to remember those more so mm -hmm. stories help yeah well well stories it, i mean since we're talking about memorization and like mind work songs i can yep. remember a song and song lyrics for a song i haven't sung in 10 years i have memorized poems i've memorized uh you know shakespeare yep i could barely recite any of that stuff but i could sing a stupid song from the 80s <laughs> to all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions on a sesame seed bun yeah and you take away the song you know and say all right i want you to write down all the things that are in a big mac peter <laughs> you'll be like uh, and because in the mat in, in the back of my mind i'm here i'm yeah. singing the you know the, the ingredients yeah. to myself i can do that yeah but without the song it's like okay hamburger bun meat um there's <laughs> a bun in the middle sauce <laughs> cheese lettuce yeah uh, probably tomatoes would be good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think there's there's part of our brain wiring that that songs mute, you know, the, the, yep. the melody. It, yep. It's in our brain with they, the words. They help. They sure help. So, well, cool. What else? What else do we have? Um, I did come across an interesting article on stupidity. <laughs> interesting article. <laughs> it was a stupid article or it was an article on stupidity it was not a stupid article <laughs> it was an article on stupid and it okay. was pretty funny because <laughs> uh it, it tells you like you know like what is a stupid person and uh let me dig up we should definitely put this in i i sent it to uh to you in our uh in the extended friends with beer podcast channel mm -hmm. um but a stupid person is essentially uh someone whose actions don't um basically endanger others and themselves Okay. They, they do so, danger themselves or in yes. others. <laughs> so, so the, if you benefit, if you plot this on an axis, and we'll put this in the show notes, um, there's if you plot losses and benefits on the x axis, right? So, benefits will be to the right, losses to the left. And then that's to yourself, self benefit and self loss. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then you benefit, you, you plot benefits to others and losses to others on the Y axis, mm-hmm. right? So again, high into the right is generally where, where you want to be. You're taking actions that benefit yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. Those, the author claims, these are the actions of intelligent people, right? So everything I do, I try to benefit you and I try to benefit me, right? That's An so example. Smart an example, client relationships, right? Mm-hmm. We're not just trying to take our client's money. We're trying to take our client's money. And in return, we give them value back for their services. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're giving them more value than they could do on their own or mm-hmm. with someone else. So we do that and they get, you know, in return, we get compensated. Um, bandits, on the other hand, take actions that benefit themselves and cause losses to others. Okay. Right. I'm working with a specific uh, managed services provider right now, a vendor who is displaying bandit like behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, They are getting paid handsomely and they're doing a lousy job. Mm -hmm. Right. So to them, they're getting benefits because they got a lot of our money. (laughs) <laughs> but we're not getting the benefits from their service. Right? Mm-hmm. Then there are helpless people. Helpless people, they take actions which benefit other people, but at loss to themselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So these would be people who are paying too much for services, right? Uh, people who are like, you know, dropping $100,000 on a kitchen remodel, but you know, someone else could have done it for 25, mm-hmm. right? Or someone who wanted to buy tires for his Tesla and, you know, buys them at $168, but nope, nope. He ends up having to pay $500 a tire, right? <laughs> yeah. That's more than I'm going to be paying, by the way. But yeah. anyway, um, and then finally, low into the left, which is where you don't want to be, stupid people. <laughs> stupid people cause losses to others and losses to themselves. Mm-hmm. These are people who constantly call the help desk because they lock themselves out because they can't remember their own password. <laughs> people who get hacked because they willingly divulge their credentials to a phishing website, mm-hmm. right? And so they're being inconvenienced. Oh, and work is too, Yeah. right? Um, people who should have no business being behind the wheel, who crash into other cars and cause damages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, so anyway, it was an interesting, you know, plot though. And you look at it and like, wow. So, so the, given this, um, perspective, I'm like, I like that. I'm going to use this definition to, to really, uh, you know, define stupid. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it, it makes sense. You know, it's not, you're not just someone of low intellect, right? Mm-hmm. You're someone who you're doing things that are hurting you and you're hurting me. Yeah. I have no place for you in my universe. Go away. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me tell you a stupid thing that I did that I just rectified before the podcast. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you've rectified it. Yeah. So I was getting irritated. So my news feeds, I, I, along, I mean, when Apple dropped their news feed into the operating system, I chose all these headlines or all these topics that I like photography, outdoors, travel, science, all these things that are interesting to me. Well, at some point I clicked on some pop culture thing, like something pop culture came across and Mm -hmm. I clicked it. Mm -hmm. Well, what I then did when I clicked it, it went, you know, I read the new, I read the article, then it went away. I was like, okay, cool. And then the next listing of things that I was interested in, I could read them. Well, then I read it, but it only shows, you know, interesting things in my list. So what I did is I now made that pop culture thing that I'm not really interested in, but I read the article as, Hey, Adam is interested in this. Uh Uh-huh. And then I start getting, so, so I got like, like all these stupid, the Royal, you know, the English Royals, these things start popping up. And I found that if I click on them and then close them, 
they will go away and then the proper news articles that I want to read show. But at the same time, I'm generating a history of he likes to read these people magazines. And, and before I knew it today, I was like, the only thing in my stupid news feed is Kardashians, pop culture, you know, the, the, you know, Foo Fighters band member, you know, all these things. I'm like, I don't care. And mm -hmm. I, I just had enough. So I, I dug into the news feed. I cleared my history. I blocked anything to do with any of the, I didn't want to hear anything about Britney Spears ever again, the Kardashians ever again. The, you know, I, was like, I never want to see these in my news feed. But that was pretty stupid. I was like, what the heck? Because so, I went to so how is that stupid though? How is how is that causing a loss to others? Well, it wasn't causing this, it wasn't a cost to causing a loss to anybody else, I guess. Um, but it was it was uh, yeah, I don't know where it fits in the quadrant. It doesn't fit into the all the way into the stupid. Right. Well, you know, because without harming others. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, like, you could argue that you are wasting resources on the servers and your ISP. Um, but at the same time, you're probably seeing advertisements, which is making somebody money. Yeah. Somebody was probably making money. So, you're actually, was, in that case, you were more like a helpless person. Yeah. More helpless, helpless, stupid. <laughs> oh, and that was one we missed the, I missed the fifth one. If you're right in the middle, uh -huh. And your actions don't benefit anyone or don't and don't cause losses to anyone, then you're just an ineffectual person. Ineffectual. Yeah. Yeah. You pretty much do no harm. You're true neutral on the Dungeons and Dragons scale. You, you can't take a <laughs> side. You don't do anything. You're just right in the middle. Yeah. But you know, like you said, the the things that I was interested in, the science, the photography, the things like that, those weren't getting any of the advertising dollars or marketing. <laughs> yep. So you weren't helping, you weren't helping those that you'd want to be helping. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of in the stupid quadrant. Uh, kind of <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it was also, I was just busy and I'm like, I, I know how to work around this. I'll just click it. And then the next article will come up that I want to possibly read. And, yep. But I was making my problem worse. <laughs> As we are wont to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. What else we got? see well we have some longer topics that i think we're kind of running out of time on that we might want to there was might something wanted to touch on was meditation cures uh the employee and how you dealt with that as a manager a while yeah back. let's save those let's let's save the, the 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 deep dives and maybe actually focus on one of those when we're not busy just playing catch up Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and you're i don't think we talked about your car but your your car is back up and running other than it's tireless right <laughs> <laughs> well it's not tireless thankfully it's got tires it's winter tired right uh -huh. now. Uh, which after you know after winter aren't we all a little bit tired so yeah. yeah the car is actually running okay right now so there you go Perfect. um but uh, yeah, I had a I had a long series of tech fails with Apple, Tesla, Verizon, and Microsoft, and I believe we talked about Microsoft. Did we not? I think we did. I thought we had talked about how Microsoft was changing everything on everybody, and how that affected you and our yeah our, the, new, um, the new commerce our, our edition, all that. Yeah, so we did talk about that. Yep. Um, the so I do have my Nifty. Let's do your nifty. Let's do the nifty. Let's, let's oh. wrap up on a high note. On a high note. So, so I purchased a uh, Honeywell air purifier on Amazon. Right. And because uh, I, I explained why all the, the allergens were affecting my wife. So I bought two of them, one for yes. the loft area, one for the yep. downstairs area. And uh, it's pretty slick. Uh, it's really quiet. It was, it was the more expensive model. Uh, I, I just it's like, well, I'm going to probably buy this once. So I'm going to buy it right. So it was $180 for an air purifier, but it's got three HEPA filters on it. And then it's got a pre-filter in front of that. And it's got, it's quiet. You can't even hear the thing. I mean, you can turn it on high. If you turn it on high, you can hear it. But the low where it's running all the time, it sounds like it's raining outside lightly. That's what it sounds like, but you, you can, you're not sure. Like, is it, 
is it raining? <laughs> yeah. And you can't, it just, it's really quiet. Uh, but then I realized, like, how do I know the quality of the air? I mean, I'm going to put this in the air. I'm going to put this in the room. How do I know if it's any better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I had, any value for this service. <laughs> yeah. So then I had to buy a, um, an air purifying or an air quality tester. So I bought one of those. So now, because uh, I, w- I do want to know. <laughs> like, There's always something more to buy, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I can't quantify it. I can't. I mean, if I if I take it now, I don't know what the quality of the air is. And for me, uh, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, cause it's because the air quality doesn't affect me like it affects her. But... Right. Well, I was going to ask, like, how does it affect you? Like, are you able to just tell? Can you? Can you feel it? Can you can you smell the difference? Or I can't. Other than uh, sometimes I have a little bit more nose congestion, and I think that that's because of physical dust, not Mm -hmm. so much allergy dust. Uh, And then I've had a weird phenomenon where, like, at the corner of my eyes, would get like uh, a little duct block or whatever in the, the gunk. And then it would kind of make like a scab. And so I, you know, if I wiped it off, I was kind of like wiping off a scab and it wouldn't heal. Right. So it's like, but that hasn't bothered me in months now. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we'll see. That's good. That's good. So hopefully I'm going to, I'm going to get the air quality. I'm hoping that it's it's really bad. And then uh, the air purifier makes it really good. (laughs) First world problems that we live with. (laughs) Yeah. That should be the name of our podcast. (laughs) problems ah this beer is too strong i can't finish it by myself ah. i couldn't i couldn't possibly finish it <laughs> my, my electric car with self-driving is you know i can't get the right tires for it ah. <laughs> i know I... oh brother on that note why don't you wrap us out that that sounds nifty though so i want to know um when it's when you're done with it though is um will will you have decided that it was worth it yeah. So that's why I'm going to test it, test the air quality and see our baseline. And then uh, hopefully it'll be much better. So report back to us here on the Blurring the Lines podcast. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> At least two of them do. <laughs> At least two. Yeah. All right. Well, dear listener, we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. The fellow who's dropping, uh, you know, advertisements to me via our comments i'm not going to discuss those <laughs> but if you do want to reach us you can reach our uh find more about us at paradigm you can find more about peter at paradigmcc.com yoga with peter.com friends with beer.com you can also find me at sublimecomp.com and with that push the big red button big red button to contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.